Hey friends, welcome back to the Try Podcast. I'm so excited y'all are here today. Today we are talking about the importance of solitude and what it means to spend quiet, intentional time with the Lord. I read a quote recently by Oswald Chambers that I thought was so beautiful and it said, solitude with God repairs the damage done by fret, noise, and clamor of the world. You know, so much of what I've talked about through this ministry and on this platform is the idea of connectedness, where we are connected to God, the vine, and we're connected to other people, the branches, um, those people that we're intimately doing life with. They know us and they love us. And I think there's so much power in that. And God is continuing to remind me that this is the message. However, in focusing so much on that in seasons one and two, I've missed the opportunity to address the significance of time alone with the Lord. Okay, so we know that we have to keep the voice of God louder than the voice of the world because the world is harsh and critical. And to be honest, I find it exhausting to entertain the things of this world. I am joyfully and freely walking within this new year, praising God for the quiet and the time spent alone with him because I've come to count on this time to fill me up and to keep my eyes and my heart focused on Jesus. It's helped me grow spiritually and to continue to mature in my faith. And honestly, without it, I am just not the best version of myself. Like I cannot be tethered to the vine if I am not intentionally creating a space to be alone with the creator. And the same is true for everyone. We have to carve out that time. There is this Italian phrase, and I'm not 100% sure of how you pronounce it, but I think it's dolce far niente, and it's the art of doing nothing. It's funny because it's not a profound phrase. Like, it's very simple, but in the world that we live in, the world would say, we shouldn't have times of nothing. We should stay busy. And it says that we're worthy when we accomplish things on our to-do list or when we grow in our career or when our kids make the dean's list. But God tells us a much different story. It's not our acts or our to-do list that are going to get us into heaven. Y'all, it is our relationship with Jesus. And we can't have a relationship with him without spending time with him. It was very recently that my oldest son finished his second year of midterms and he failed one of his tests, like just flat out failed it. And when he texted me from school and he told me, of course, I had to give him a hard time because it was in English, which for those of you that know us, it's the primary language that we speak in our house. But after I was done teasing him, I texted him back and I said, but you're going to be in heaven and that's what matters to me. And I don't know how much of an impact me saying that had on him, but it made a huge impact on me because I grew up in a house where grades were important and there were consequences for not having good ones. And honestly, I think a lot of that was just the time period that we grew up in as kids. And also my sister and I didn't know the Lord, so as a parent with my own kids now, I'm shifting the focus on what will matter for eternity. It's reminding them 
of who they are in Jesus. It's not in their grades or what they do in school or what college they end up picking. And don't hear me wrong here. I'm not saying grades aren't important, but friends, they are not the most important thing. Okay, in my research on solitude, and honestly, just the sheer number of people that I do life with, what I found is that a lot of people prioritize productivity and busyness over solitude. It's that fixation on worldly accomplishments. And what happens is that takes away our ability to see God working in our lives because many times we are so busy booking our calendars and scheduling play dates and going to the gym and doing all of the things, y'all, Jesus is nowhere on the horizon. So when God wants to take us deeper in our relationship with him, we are focusing on the next promotion or the next item on our list. And y'all, I don't know any other way to say this. We are missing out. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what it is. We miss out on time with our Savior. And it's kind of like tithing, where we have to give the first and the best of us to the one that gave it all. You know, the world would say to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and keep going, work hard, work your way up the ladder. It's your effort that's going to allow good things to happen in your life. It's kind of like that idea of leveling up. And don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with working hard and growing in school and in your career. It just needs to be put in its proper place. It's funny because when I think about leveling up, I think about video games. My Grammy was the type of grandma that always got down on the floor and she played Donkey Kong and Mario Brothers with her grandkids and her great-grandkids. And honestly, part of my colorful language in my younger years is because of the words that I learned during this special time with her. But one of the things that I learned about that time is that even though we were leveling up in our games, my grandma slowed down and she spent that time with us. She could have been doing the dishes or running the sweeper, but she always gave us that individual undivided time. And that's what solitude with Jesus looks like. He will always be there to spend the quiet time with us. We just have to make time for it. When I think about my times of solitude, sometimes there are interruptions. Like one of my kids might need something or my husband might need to talk before he leaves for work for the day. But I do my best to create the opportunity and to give my undivided attention to the Lord. And I do that by waking up before my kids. I work at my desk. I don't look at my phone or spend time scrolling on social media, catching up from the night before. I know that there will be natural distractions that are going to happen as a wife and a mom of three. And I know I have very little control. So I do my best to create the environment that I can. I sit and I breathe and I pray. I give my worries and my fears over to God and I let him take the lead. I pray for my tribe and I stand in the gap for the friends and family that I love that don't yet know the Lord. And what I'm learning is that God longs for us to rest in him so that we can show up and we can be our best but we have to make the decision to surrender and to allow ourselves to truly rest. 
One of my favorite books in scripture is Luke. And every night in December leading up to Christmas, my husband and my children and I, we sat and we read a book. And it's in Luke chapter 4, verse 42. It says, At daybreak, Jesus went out to a solitary place. The people were looking for him, and when they came to where he was, they tried to keep him from leaving. What's really cool is that this happens after Jesus healed many people. He was basically taking a time out. He created an opportunity for solitude. And y'all, I don't care what the world says or what social media says or what pressures it tries to put on us. If Jesus spent time in solitude, if he was seeking out that solitary place, so will I. My prayer for everyone listening is that you would be encouraged to create opportunities of quiet time, that you would allow your hearts and your minds to be more aligned with God's and that you would do that by spending time alone with our creator. So let today be your Monday reminder that you are completely loved by the God of the universe and that same God has a plan and a purpose for your life. Let's make heaven crowded. I'm praying for y'all and I'll see you next week.